This week on a very special mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer, we're discussing our Nicolas Cage, Sean Connery Super Teams! Hello, and welcome to an extra stupid mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. And this week, hot off the heels of last week's episode, where we discussed the Sean Connery, Nicolas Cage action classic, The Rock. This week, we're doing something extraordinarily stupid. Very similar to our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen mini-sode, <laughs> where we built our own teams of League of Extraordinary Gentle People, Today we will build our own super teams, but this time we can only fill these spots using characters played by Nicolas Cage or Sean Connery. That is it. (laughs) We've got four categories that we have to fill on our teams. Brains, Brawn, Stealth, and the Wild Card. So we're going to go around the horn and draft these guys like a fantasy team. We'll start uh, with you, John. We're going to start with Brawn. Who? is the brawn of your Nick Cage, Sean Connery super team. <laughs> yeah. The brawn of my Nick Cage, Sean Connery super team has to be Sean Connery's landmark role in Dragonheart. Shit! No! Shit, fuck you! Shit! 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 Okay, I got this. I got this. I got you this. keep going while we both IMDB new brawn <laughs> no, no, picks. I already got my back up on that one. Uh, fuck you, you bastard. He's a dragon. He's gotta be the brawn. Exactly. You uh, idiots. You fools. You rubes. Well, why'd you let John go first? While you were all looking up IMDB pages, I was studying the sword. Uh, it was literally my first choice. Oh, yeah, no, that was like the first thing that came to my mind. It was either going to be brawn or wild card. Yeah, I mean, come on. He's a dragon. Not only is he a dragon, but he is the last one. Which means he is the most powerful dragon. Not by Highlander rules, but by like, he has survived the slaughter of the dragons. He is cunning. He is brave. He is strong. He is a goddamn dragon. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his best friend is Dennis Quaid. Yeah. He is not invited. <laughs> Are you sure he might bring his 14-year-old girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Braun, obviously. Dragonheart yeah, from the movie Dragonheart. Yeah, no, this is I'm in total agreement with that. Huh? <laughs> this is horse yeah. shit. All right. All right, All right Patrick. Who's the brawn on your Nick Cage, Sean Connery super team? Well, I mean, obviously it's backup brawn, but I'm still going Sean Connery, Highlander 2 is the Spanish Duke. Wow! Skipping the first Highlander, going straight to Highlander 2, a movie he's barely in. Yeah. (laughs) Is that the one where they say that the Highlanders were aliens? Uh, Yes, yes. it is. It's also the one where they drive through the checkpoint and get shot like 4,000 times (laughs) and then get up on the morgue tables later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going Highlander, uh, Sean Connery, Spanish Duke. Okay, all right. Classy Spanish Duke accent, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) As good as his Russian. Yeah. All right, well, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) It's not 
looking great. All right. Oh, no. Finding Forrester's not going to work. Okay. Come on. Come on. <laughs> the obvious third choice here is Irish cop from uh, so, Untouchables. So, Mark, who is your brawn? I'm going with Officer Jimmy Malone from The Untouchables. Fuck yeah. Uh, we know he is a, a physical brawny man because he beats up the other Irish cop to get information. And also, he has one of the, the coolest moves I've seen in a movie where to get one criminal to talk, he picks up the dead body of another criminal, shoves a shotgun in its mouth, and blows its head off yep. uh, to make him think that he's like interrogating a live person. Uh, so yeah, I know he's willing to break the law, and I know he's willing to fuck shit up, and I know if someone puts one of ours uh, uh, in, the in the hospital, hospital he's putting one of theirs in the morgue. He's putting two of theirs in the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Uh, yep. You're under Thalushan. So that's going to take us to our next uh, uh, category, Brains. 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 Mark, who's the brains of your team? I'm not letting this get out (laughs) just in case because the brains on my team is my first Nicolas Cage pick. And I'm taking Benjamin Franklin Gates from National Treasure. Ah, nice. He's a master historian, a master puzzleologist, and he is uh, uh, a handsome fella. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. He was yeah. going to be on my team, but not in this slot. Now I've got to find someone else. <laughs> <laughs> I just love that he's uh, he's just so good at like solving weird riddles and puzzles yeah. off of the most esoteric of clues. And to him, it always like seems so like easy and like breezy to him. It's not like Sherlock Holmes where you hear him go, well, it's this and then it's this and because of that thing and then that thing. He goes... Oh, Charlotte, huh? Well, there's a boat called Charlotte. That's probably it. All right, problem solved. <laughs> done and done. Come on, Harvey Keitel. Let's go. Uh, so, yeah, Ben Franklin Gates, for sure. Fair but enough. from the first National Treasure. Not National Treasure 2, Book of Secrets, because that one he's on the run because they think his family is like... Uh, he's got too much to prove in that one. In the first movie, it's more pure. Mm. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. John, who are the brains of your operation? Oh, uh, Indiana Jones' dad from Shit. Indiana Jones and the Last Shit. Crusade. <laughs> Sir, ah, uh, yes. Henry he's Jones. a historian. He's a puzzleologist. He's, uh, has an affair with a Nazi woman? Maybe I want to rethink mine. <laughs> uh, no. No, I, I stand by it for as, as weird as it is. To be fair, he didn't know she was a Nazi until after he slept with her. That's true. She was a spy. She was using him as a, a basically a reverse James Bond, using yes. him for information. Yeah. But he also, only found out because she talks in her sleep. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I love how, again, he is very good at he has studied all of the literature. He has studied all of the history. He has studied all of the artifacts. But he also knows when to let something go. And I think that's important for your brain. Sure. They gotta know when it's like, all right, we we're we're done. We gotta we gotta move away from this. He's also a good improviser, as we see multiple times in the movie, including when he uh, he fights a plane with birds that he scares with his umbrella. Yeah. he remembers his Charlemagne. He does, yeah, that yeah. arm is be the rocks and the trees and the birds in the sky. <laughs> and then his son goes. Oh, he's better than me at everything. Yeah. Well, he's John Connery. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> he's the original grumpy, Byronic hero. Yeah, of yeah. course. True. Uh, Patrick, who's the brains of your operation? <laughs> Jesus Christ, right? Taken again. I'm going to go with, uh, again, backup choice, uh, Nick Cage from Snake Eyes. Ooh. Because he figures out that dastardly Gary Sinise plot that's actually pretty 
pretty fucking complicated. It's fucking Byzantine. Yeah, and he stays with it. He's uh, unlike what uh, John's looking for in the brains. I like that he just keeps on going. He never gives up. on you like a to good, figure that out. A good like crooked cop, like yeah. a good sleazy crooked <laughs> cop. Yeah, buddy. Who won't give up because he knows there's money on the line. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hell yeah. I'm a big fan of Snake Eyes. Oh, Snake I think Eyes that's is a, a great movie. Solid, like, one of the, probably the last good Brian De Palma movie. Also, you've got a really great Nick Cage performance and a really great Gary Sinise bad oh, guy. Yeah. Gary Sinise is killing it in that movie. Gary Sinise is so good. Yeah. He I, Gary Sinise rarely plays bad guys. Rarely. But when he does, he's great. I love him in Ransom. Sure. As Jimmy Shaker. He's so menacing when he wants to be. Oh, I know, right? Yeah. Great. He's great. All right. Uh, next on to our list uh, of our team is the stealth category. Stealth, all right. Patrick, we'll let you go first this time. Well, this is where my national treasure guy was no! going to be. But, but, I'm pulling it back. I had to do some switching. I'm going Sean Connery no! from Entrapment. No! Oh, did I get you? <laughs> I had yeah. Mac from Entrapment. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Gotta go Connery in Entrapment. Oh, man. Getting them sexy ladies that are a third of his age. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but, like, he's the ultimate cat burglar, right? Yeah, like, he's that's the great his thief. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sliding around under laser detectors. I I've, haven't seen that movie since it came out. Agreed. I don't know anything about it except for that scene from the trailer where they just were like, hey, you want to see Catherine Zeta Jones's butt go under a laser? Yes, I do. <laughs> I do, I do, I do. <laughs> yeah, 1998, I for sure did. Yeah, buddy. Uh, definitely. Yeah, so that's my stealth. Oh, Cat Berlin, Sean Connery. I God. guess Mark's going last. Damn. John? John. <laughs> I better just look up another backup just in case. Well, so I'm going to go for the obvious choice uh, yeah. that I'm surprised hasn't come up earlier in this one. My third in a row Sean Connery pick. What? James Bond, my yeah. friend. God damn it. You're lame. Yeah. I don't even like you. I'm lame, but he can get the job done. I mean, that's fair. Name a single place he has failed to infiltrate, <laughs> even if he has to be uh, real gross to do it. Yeah. He will get the necessary information to get inside the volcano base, no matter what. Then once he's in there, you know it's time to move in your muscle. Because stuff is starting to explode. And who better to be that muscle than fucking Dragonheart, who yeah. can swoop into the top of the volcano layer, oh. exfiltrate your James Bond, breathing fire down all the way. Yeah, good stuff. It's a very good system. Dragon. It's a very good system. I do want more dragon friends. Right. Then I wouldn't have to take the bus places. That's true. You could take the dragon. Yeah. And I could feed him my enemies. Hell Yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, I'm glad that this happened because this worked out for me pretty well. All right, all right. For my stealth pick, I'm going with Nicolas Cage from Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. All right, Spider Man Noir. Yeah, he's got the powers of a Spider-Man while being in black and white and talking like a hard-boiled detective, but you know he can hide and do cool stuff. And he also has the power to pick up a car and throw it at you. Yeah. Yeah, so he's also backup muscle on this team. Yeah, That's right? the cool thing. Well, you need that sometimes. Yeah. yeah, but like this is literally just like my emergency pick. That was the first Nick Cage thing I could think of <laughs> while we were doing this. Not and, bad, uh, not bad. There's not a lot of Sean Connery movies where he's doing stealth stuff yeah, beyond true. James Bond and Entrapment. Yeah. You know, when he was King Arthur at first night, he just kind of sits a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. And he goes, you, true. Richard Gere as Lancelot, 
run through my aggro crag <laughs> obstacle chorus. Yeah. But it's mostly you, Richard Gere as Lancelot. I gotta go out of town. You show my wife a good time, but not too good. Ah, what am I saying? I can trust you, Lancelot. Oh, and then Lancelot's boy. in the bathroom after they get home from Jackrabbit Slims, just like, <laughs> loyalty is very important. <laughs> He's Lance a lot. <laughs> and then Bruce Willis shoots him. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. Uh, all right. Uh, Bruce Willis is uh, the Green Knight, I guess. <laughs> yes. Obviously. Uh, so that's going to take us to our final category, the wild card. That's going to be any character with any kind of specialty that you want. John, we'll start with you. Who is your wild card? This one's all going to be the same one, too. The wildest of all cards. My first Nicolas Cage and only Nicolas Cage choice. That's right. I'm talking Charlie Kaufman's twin brother in the movie adaptation. (laughs) Why, you may ask? Seems like a weird pick, you may say. But you forget, in the movie adaptation... They control the very fabric of the reality that they are inside. That's true. true. Donald Kaufman, yeah. And whereas, why don't you go for Charlie? He's clearly the more experienced screenwriter. He's clearly the better writer. He's clearly able to tell a compelling story. To that I say, nay! He is crippled by his own sense of inadequacy. Donald just fucking writes whatever. (laughs) I love in that movie you can feel when Donald has taken over the screenplay because suddenly there's car chases and giant alligators and shit's going wild. Hell yeah. That's a great call. Uh, (coughs) Patrick, who is your stealth pick? I am going... Or your wild card pick. I'm sorry. (laughs) Wild card pick. I am going with befrocked, choir-humping Nick Cage from Face Off. Okay. That's the wildest card, my friend. I want to take his face off. (laughs) (laughs) That guy is cutting loose that whole movie. He's never making carefully decided choices. Now, now here's the question. Do you want Nicolas Cage as Castor Troy at the beginning of the movie? In the beginning. Okay, you don't want him as Sean Archer. No, 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 no. no. I want pure Nick Cage. You want the the fine Colombian. Yeah, yeah. I don't want him with any sort of machinations about pretending to be an FBI agent. Of course, yeah. I want straight ahead Nick Cage. That's a good call. From Face Off, yeah. Uh, Mark, for your wild card character, I'm also going to take a Nick Cage character. Uh, but from a, a much lesser known Nick Cage movie, uh, I'm going to take Nick Cage's Chris Johnson from the movie Next. Oh, okay. <laughs> a movie where he plays a shitty Las Vegas magician who can see into the immediate future. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but what makes him the perfect wild card is you put him at the front of the group, and when you get to a door, he can tell before you open the door if there's a guy behind the door, if there's a a trap. Yeah, he can roll check for traps. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's the ultimate rogue for your team. He can do all that sort of things. And since he knows what you're going to do to react to certain things, he's also like a bard, too. He's got magic. Yeah, yeah he can be like fucking uh, Destiny from the X-Men. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's my pick. Uh, Chris Johnson from Next. Nice. A movie that is real dumb. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so that's going to do it for this mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. Uh, I am Mark Rosenthal. I am Patrick Bromley. I have been your Jonathan Rooney-Taylor. Next week will be our 100th episode, our 100th full episode. And for that, we will finally be trotting out... (laughs) 
Reeling in the beers. Yeah, buddy. We will be, listen, despite the fact that we are now listening to Reeling in the Years the song, <laughs> and those, it's called Reeling in the Beers, we will be listening track by track through the entire album Asia by Steely Dan. Woo! <laughs> uh, with commentary and all sorts of stuff, it's going to be a lot of fun, and we'll see you then. Goodbye. Body Counts of Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get podcasts from, and leave us a rating, leave us a review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at BodyCountCast, or email us at BodyCountsAndBeer at gmail.com.